Hello, everybody, and welcome into episode number 56 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading Deuteronomy chapter 5 today, and our focus is on the terror of the Lord. So this is a daily 10-minute podcast, roughly, where we dig into the truth of God's Word one chapter at a time. Five times a week we're in the New Testament, two times a week we're in the Old Testament, and that's where we are today, in the good old Old Testament. I want to invite you to check out our webpage, Bible2021.com, and I would invite you and implore you as well, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, let people know about the show, and share us on social media. Today we're going to reread the Ten Commandments, but in Deuteronomy 5 this time, not Exodus, but also hear a little more about how those commandments were delivered to the people. And we'll open with our verse of the day, verse 29. If only, this is God speaking, if only they had such a heart to fear me and keep all my commands always so that they and their children would prosper forever. Now note here the longing heart of God. His commands are good. He wants his people to obey the commandments, fear him, and therefore God would bless and prosper them and their children forever. Now we don't often think of obedience in that context, do we? Usually we think we're supposed to obey for the good of the one giving the commands, that we've got to grit our teeth and do the right thing. But here God attaches explicit blessing, forever blessing, to be shown to those who walk in the fear of the Lord and the obedience to his commands. It's a huge deal. God's commands are meant to bring prosperity and blessing for ourselves and our children. And that's really refreshingly different from the way most people view God's commands. I note here that God not only wrote the commandments himself, but he also spoke the commandments. I also note that the Israelites were far too terrified of the presence or the voice of God to listen to him speak, so they decided to run and hide in their tents, and they asked Moses to listen for them, and later on explained to them what God said. Their fear of God is pretty tangible and obvious in verses 24 through 27, when they say to Moses, You said, Look, the Lord our God has shown us his glory and greatness, and we have heard his voice from the fire. Today we have seen that God speaks with a person, Yet he still lives. But now, why should we die? This great fire will consume us, and we will die if we hear the voice of our Lord our God any longer. For who out of all humanity has heard the voice of the living God speaking from the fire as we have and lived? Go near and listen to everything the Lord our God says. Then you can tell us everything the Lord our God tells you. We will listen and obey. So they wanted Moses to talk to God and listen to God, not themselves. They were way too scared. They did not want a personal relationship with God in any way, shape, or form. They wanted Moses to be the one who had the relationship with God, and then Moses to be the one who acted as messenger. It's kind of different today, isn't it? Fascinating. Well, let's read the chapter and then discuss how Christianity is different from that. Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible. Moses summoned all of Israel and said to them, Israel, listen to the statutes and ordinances I am proclaiming as you hear them today. Learn and follow them carefully. The Lord our God made a covenant with us at Horeb. He did not make this covenant with our ancestors, but with all of us who are alive here today. The Lord spoke to you face to face from the fire on the mountain. At that time, I was standing between the Lord and you to report the word of the Lord to you, Because you were afraid of the fire and did not go up to the mountain. And he said, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the place of slavery. 
Do not have other gods beside me. Do not make an idol for yourself in the shape of anything in the heavens above or on the earth below or in the waters under the earth. Do not bow and worship to them and do not serve them because I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, bringing the consequences of the father's iniquity on the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing faithful love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commands. Do not misuse the name of the Lord your God, because the Lord will not leave anyone unpunished who misuses his name. Be careful to remember the Sabbath day, to keep it holy as the Lord your God has commanded you. You are to labor six days and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. Do not do any work, you, your son or daughter, your male or female slave, your ox or donkey, or any of your livestock, or the resident alien who lives within your city gates so that your male and female slaves may rest as you do. Remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt, and the Lord your God brought you out of there with a strong hand and an outstretched arm. This is why the Lord your God has commanded you to keep the Sabbath day. Honor your father and your mother, as the Lord your God has commanded you, so that you may live long and so that you may prosper in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Do not murder. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not give dishonest testimony against your neighbor. Do not covet your neighbor's wife or desire your neighbor's house, his field, his male or female slave, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. The Lord spoke these commands in a loud voice to your entire assembly from the fire cloud and total darkness on the mountain. He added nothing more. He wrote them on two stone tablets and gave them to me. All of you approached me with your tribal leaders and elders when you heard the voice from the darkness and while the mountain was blazing with fire and you said, Look, the Lord our God has shown us his glory and greatness and we have heard his voice from the fire. Today we have seen that God speaks with a person, yet he still lives. But now, why, why should we die? This great fire will consume us and we will die if we hear the voice of the Lord our God any longer. For who out of all of humanity has heard the voice of the living God speaking from the fire as we have and lived? Go near and listen to everything the Lord our God says. Then you can tell us everything the Lord our God tells you. We will listen and obey. The Lord heard your words when you spoke to me. He said to me, I have heard the words that these people have spoken to you. Everything they have said is right. If only they had such a heart to fear me and keep all of my commands always so that they and their children would prosper forever. Go and tell them, return to your tents, but you stand here with me and I will tell you every command, the statutes and ordinances you are to teach them so that they may follow them in the land I am giving them to possess. Be careful to do as the Lord your God has commanded you. You are not to turn aside to the right or to the left. Follow the whole instruction the Lord your God has commanded you so that you may live, prosper, and have a long life in the land you will possess. So the writer of Hebrews addresses this situation and other instances like it in the first five chapters of the Bible when the Israelites were just too terrified to come near to God nor hear his voice. And the writer of Hebrews says in Hebrews 12 verse 18, For you have not come to what could be touched, to a blazing fire, to darkness, gloom, and storm, to the blast of a trumpet and the sound of words. Those who heard it begged that not another word be spoken to them, for they could not hear what was commanded. If even an animal touches the mountain, it must be stoned. The appearance was so terrifying that Moses said, I am trembling with fear. Instead, you have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to myriads of angels, a festive gathering, to the assembly of the firstborn whose names have been written in heaven, 
to a judge who is God of all, to the spirits of righteous people made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to sprinkled blood which says better things than the blood of Abel. Now, that is how it used to be, that the people were terrified. They didn't want to hear from God. They were trembling in fear and running from the mountain. But Jesus has come and made things differently. In the past, sinful people like you and me couldn't even hope or dare come near to God. But Jesus has brought about a radical change. He has made it possible by his sacrifice, not only possible, but desirable for us to be brought together with God. We read about that in Hebrews 10, 19. Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have boldness to enter the sanctuary through the blood of Jesus, he has inaugurated for us a new and living way through the curtain the veil, the holy of holies, that is through his flesh. And since we have a great high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed in pure water. Let us hold on to the confession of our hope without wavering, since he who promised is faithful. So that changes everything for us. By Jesus, we can enter into the presence of God and not be afraid of his voice or his consuming power. That changes everything, as Dr. Daniel Gertner of Southern Baptist Theological Seminary notes. He says, the author of Hebrews expounds on this very clearly. We have confidence to enter the holy places near God, and this is accomplished by the blood of Jesus. This is the new and living way, Hebrews 10.20 talks about, that Christ opened for us through the veil, which the author says is through his flesh, his sacrifice. This means that the breaking of Jesus' body at the crucifixion is the unprecedented means by which believers now have access to the presence of God without terror. We are no longer like the Israelites, standing in a massive distance away from God the Father, holding our hands over our ears, shielding our eyes. Thanks to Jesus the Son, we have been brought near without fear. Amen. Let's close with our verse of the month of February, Acts 9.31. So the church throughout all Judea, Galilee, and Samaria had peace and was strengthened, living in the fear of the Lord and encouraged by the Holy Spirit. It increased in numbers. Amen. May the Lord bless you, friends. May he draw you close to him. May we follow him wholeheartedly. Good day to you and Godspeed.